0: How do we stock up like was I You are
1: shorter than I thought you were. You Ooh,
0: are like okay. actually pretty you know, honest. Like, so I'm just like
2: normal. Like, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, I have like there's just, nothing like, weird about me. I am <laughs> totally normal.
1: Welcome to Hit Refresh, a podcast for anyone who is stuck and needs a fresh start brought to you by Skillcrash. I'm Otta Bernier, a self-taught coder, educator, and CEO and founder of Skillcrush, an interactive learning community that teaches total beginners the tech skills they need to get into better, higher-paying careers with real mobility. Twice a month, I'll be talking about what it looks like to work in tech and why I think that learning tech skills is the single best career decision any forward-thinking professional can make. But when we talk about working in tech, we aren't talking about moving to Silicon Valley or getting a computer science degree or magically transforming into a young white guy wearing a hoodie and coding all night. At Skillcrush, we believe in a much more expansive tech world. It's a world where just a few coding lessons is enough to give you entree instead of a computer science degree. A world that's inclusive of anybody who wants in. And a world where tech is a tool that anyone can use. We want to highlight the amazing communities and companies that are already championing the fact that tech is for everyone. We'll also be putting my own company, Skillcrush, under the microscope, because we're a tech company that's trying to do tech differently. We're building a company that's flexible, inclusive, and true to my intersectional feminist ideals. And we want to prove that that's not just worker-friendly, it's good business. Today we're going to tackle one of our favorite topics, remote work. It turns out that there are a lot of you out there who are sick and tired of being forced to show up in an office every day and are looking for work with greater flexibility. In today's episode, we'll talk about how technology has made it possible to radically restructure what the modern workplace looks like and how the rise in remote jobs is one of the best reasons why you should explore working in the tech industry. I'll start with Skillcrush's story and why we're an all remote company. Next, I'll talk to Work's Annie Dean to get into the bigger picture around workplace flexibility and why it's the way of the future. Finally, we'll come back to my own team who will get into the realities of remote work, including how Skillcrush employees fight remote work's biggest downside. I'm so happy you're listening wherever you are. A few minutes ago, you heard me meet one of our producers, Haley Wolf, for the first time, even though we live in the same city and have worked together for months. And that's because Skillcrush is an entirely remote company, meaning we have no centralized office and our employees are located all over the world.
3: And I... Currently work from Paris, France. Most
4: of the time I work from Atlanta. And I work in a town called Pain Cool, which is about uh, 30 kilometers west of Montreal. I'm in Fort Collins, Colorado. I
3: work from Montgomery, Alabama. And I
1: live in Boulder,
4: Colorado. Although
3: I'm usually based out of Bangkok, Thailand. And
1: I work from the Pacific Northwest.
5: I work primarily from my home here in Santa Rosa, California. I
1: work from Chicago. I am working from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania today, where I'm house-sitting. I
0: live in Klopotiva village close
1: to the heart
3: city. So that's where I'm at.
0: <laughs>
1: Personally, I actually prefer the term distributed workforce because remote always makes me think of a remote development team that's been banished to Siberia and who's not integrated into the rest of the team. When I founded Skillcrush in 2012, I didn't actually set out to build a distributed company. In fact, at the time, we actually had an office in Manhattan. So I don't know that I ever actually said, yes, this is what I'm doing. Hiring remote and freelance workers began, honestly, just as a cost-saving measure, critical for my business at the time. But what I discovered was that by hiring remote workers, I could hire amazingly talented people without having to compete with New York salaries, and I also got to save money by getting rid of my office. As I've continued to build the company and hire more people, though, I've really come to believe that being distributed is one of the core ways in which we embody the intersectional feminist ideals that I really believe in. Our employees include parents, caretakers, people with disabilities, and just generally complex humans with complex lives, and they really need flexibility in order to be able to do their best work. I've also realized that having a distributed workforce takes a lot of pressure off of me. You know, having to show up every day at an office looking like I had my shit together so I don't stress out my 30 employees would be really hard. Plus. I know myself well enough to know that if I did work with everyone in an office, I would totally notice who came early or left late or spent all day trolling Facebook and I would judge them for it, even though I know rationally that that stuff isn't what matters. Remote work is how we at Skillcrush find our way to flexibility, which has helped us retain our employees and keep them happy and productive. When we come back, I'll speak with Work's Annie Dean about how workplace flexibility is changing women's career prospects, because it's about time.
5: Imagine waking up and starting your day in a career that excites and challenges you with the flexibility and freedom to build work into your schedule instead of the other way around. That feeling sounds great, and it's also completely possible. At Skillcrush, the path to a career you love begins right now. In honor of today's episode, we're giving away a free ebook that will walk you through landing the remote job of your dreams. Just head over to skillcrush.com forward slash remote to download your copy.
1: Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, fantastic. Annie um, Dean, with her co founder Anna Auerbach, runs a New York City based startup called Work, spelled with an E. WORK coordinates with companies to offer more flexibility to their employees, and I wanted to talk to Annie about what's wrong with the way so many companies currently operate and what key things need to change in order to help women, in particular, stay in the workforce.
6: Hi, I'm Annie Dean, and I'm the co-founder and co-CEO of WORK. Um, At work, we're rewriting the rules of an outdated workplace to make work more compatible with the lives of ambitious women, and we do that today through a job board um, with six flexibility types. Every single job opportunity on our job board has flexibility built right in, um, and our goal is ultimately to revolutionize the workplace to meet the needs of modern society so that we can all have more flexibility and lead more compatible lives.
1: What Annie has done at work is create six different ways that employers can offer their employees greater flexibility. Because as it turns out, employers want to do it. They just don't always know
6: how. We realize that you know, 80% of companies want to be offering flexibility and flexibility is a top job factor in um, a top three job factor in a millennial's job search and the top job factor in a women's job search. Um, and Frankly, the reason why flexibility isn't more easily attained is because flexibility doesn't have a good definition. Um, And so one of the things that we did to begin with was, first of all, we defined it. And so we say that flexibility are modifications on a full-time role that increase compatibility between the objectives of the employer and the needs of the employee.
1: In other words, when employers and employees can come together and create more flexible work environments, everyone wins. Do you find that there are certain aspects of flexibility that
6: are more important? I think that the most popular flexibility type that we've productized is something called microagility, and this is the ability to just make micro adjustments to your schedule on a day-to-day basis. Um, I think that there's a lot of anxiety that we need to show up and have a certain amount of face time every day. Um, but if you are up all night with your children, as I was last night, um my son was suddenly... He suddenly realized what it means to have a cold and a stuffy nose, and he was super freaked out that his nostrils were not working, so we had a really late (laughs) night (laughs) last night. So, you know, I was up all night with my son, and I fortunately didn't have a 9 a.m. meeting, which I often do, but if I had... I would have canceled it and, you know, spend a little bit longer at my house this morning because otherwise I would have had a totally unproductive day. I was exhausted. I was up until 5 o'clock in the morning with this kid. Um, And so, you know, we need the ability to say it's strategic for me because I'm going to do better work to, you know, take a quick nap when my caregiver arrives so that I can get refreshed and not lose the entire day. Um, That's what microagility contemplates. I have
1: to admit that the idea that this is not just how things already work is crazy to me. Of course you need a nap after being up all night. I was also curious whether a lot of employees wanted to work from home altogether as their form of
6: flexibility. I actually hate the phrase work from home because um, as you'll see in many of the press articles related to what we're building, you'll see images of women at their computer with their children actually touching them. Nobody works like that. That is the most unfair depiction of what it looks to be somebody who like to work outside of the office.
1: Right about now, I, of course, remember that our main sales page features a mom holding her baby while looking at a computer. So I'm going to take a
6: quick break to call our dev team. And so Desk Plus is the idea that you are partially office-based. You have the ability to be have an office home base. You're working sort of a traditional role from Monday through Thursday maybe, and on Fridays you're working outside of the office, whether that's at a coffee shop or a co-working space or you're out in the field um, or you're at home. doesn't really matter. But people really like the ability to step away from the um, complexities of the modern workday, how full the days become of meetings. Um, You know, cutting down on a commute for a day can really help you be more productive so people definitely like that one as well. From a bigger perspective,
1: like why is this issue so important? Like why is it so important to make it possible for women to, um, you know, have this micro agility or desk plus? You know, what's the
6: what's the bigger context here? There is a huge macroeconomic context and a huge implication on the economy um, and also the. Number of women in leadership, frankly. So when Anna and I came to this problem, it was because we recognized in our own personal experiences that we were frankly being forced out of the leadership track because of the advent of having children. And I think for a lot of women in today's society, that feels patently unfair. And we felt like there was a really big opportunity, um, that, you know, first of all, it was a real problem. And second of all, that there was a big opportunity to solve it. Um, and so when you look at The trajectory of women throughout their career, 30% of the most talented women are dropping out of the workforce after having a child. And 70% of those women say they would have stayed if they had access to flexibility.
1: 70% would have stayed. 70%!
6: 70. If you sort of pull those numbers through the available research, you can through flexibility keep about 7 million women in the workforce if you multiply that 7 million women by the percentage chance of anybody becoming a Fortune 500 CEO which is obviously an extremely small chance you can actually move the needle on the number of women in Fortune 500 CEO seats from 5% to 20% and you know you have the world economic forum saying that gender parity corporate gender parity is not feasible for another hundred years on the track of innovation that we have today, there's actually a huge change that we can make to the way that the workplace looks and functions. And it doesn't cost anyone anything. It just takes changing mindsets and really taking a strategic um, viewpoint on how we're going to implement it. Um, And if we're willing to do that, we can make a really, really big impact on the numbers of women in leadership overall. And, you know, When you're looking at what the long-term consequence of having women in leadership, I think it's clear today that having women in leadership is really not a luxury. It's a necessity. Uh, Gender-diverse companies are 15% more likely to outperform their peers. Uh, Women-led companies tend to have better working conditions and fewer layoffs. Um, So this is really just good
3: business.
2: When you're juggling a
0: busy life on top of a 9-to-5, how do you make a career change fast? Skill Crush teaches you everything you need to launch an exciting, creative career in web design or web development. We'll show you the secret to making money while you learn tech skills, all in just about an hour a day. Today is all about that remote life, so we're giving away a free ebook that will walk you through landing the remote job of your dreams. You can download your copy at skillcrush.com/remote.
1: The future of flexibility looks bright. We keep seeing studies that more and more companies are at least offering some type of options. And at Skillcrush, we found it one of the best ways to support our team in all of their various life situations. Now, to be clear, we didn't find utopia. We found a really good thing, but it's imperfect a lot can go wrong. Google Hangouts can go to shit. We have to negotiate wildly different time zones. And in a funny contradiction of our quest for flexibility, remote work life often means that your office is in your home, which means you might actually end up working way too much. And when people ask me, isn't it lonely? The truth is, yeah, it can be. Our producer, Haley, talked with our team about how we conquer isolation.
2: Yeah, it started with Snapchat stories or... That's the first thing everyone mentioned when I would talk to them. Have you spoken to Caro, Anne, and Max about Snapchat? Um, so I did.
4: My name is Anne, and I work in a town called Pankul, which is about uh, 30 kilometers west of Montreal.
7: Yeah, I'm Caro Griffin. I work from Chicago most of the time.
3: My name is Max, and I currently work from Paris, France, um, although I'm usually based out of Bangkok, Thailand.
4: <laughs> well, I first I have to blame Caro. <laughs> Because she introduced me to Snapchat, something I had before heard about in a very peripheral way. And once I kind of worked my way around the interface, I loved it so much that uh, she and I would snap pretty regularly. And then Max joined us. And so now it's almost a daily thing where we'll snap little bits of our days to each other. And it's a lot of fun.
7: We're all over the place and we lead very different lives. And we're um, the three of us are, are pretty close Um And I think it's one of those things where it's like, we would have never met in other circumstances, like our lives would have, like our paths would have never crossed.
5: Carol and Anne are the only persons I use Snapchat with.
1: Okay, I have to interject here to give a little more context. First of all, you need to know that Anne is a musician and massage therapist developer who's also the mom of four kids. Max, on the other hand, is our resident German who has the distinction of being only one of two SkillCurse employees of all time who has a computer science degree and who spends his time jet-setting between Europe and Southeast Asia. And Caro, well, Caro is our director of operations and she has purple hair.
7: My favorite was that Max sent me a Snapchat of him like boarding an airplane and it was clearly like an early morning flight. Like he's in Asia, you know, it's probably like 7am his time or whatever it was. And I just happened to be, it was um, gay pride weekend here in Chicago and I happened to be on a dance floor dancing with friends to Lady Gaga. So I just sent him a five second snap of like me dancing with friends on a dance floor, (laughs) like screaming the lyrics to Born This Way.
4: The little moments for me are what I find the most interesting, kind of like our water cooler talk.
2: Just to, just to clarify, I did ask Max what his favorite Snapchat was, but he super wouldn't tell me. Um, my money is on Caro and Born This Way.
7: So it's just, you know, we're all like, I'll be brushing my teeth and Max will be walking down the street in Paris holding a baguette, you know. Um, so it's it's fun to kind of use those time differences <laughs> for the LOLs.
3: <laughs> it's like the, one of the first things in the morning that I check. Like ooh, snaps, Shanann, snaps, Caro.
2: If our biggest pitfall is loneliness, much of our institutional solutions fall to director of operations and Born This Way dancer Caro to create community on a bigger scale.
7: I get great joy out of finding ways to do like traditional like work outings on a remote context. Like I love that we have found a way to do like happy hours and movie nights. Um, we do a movie night using a service called Rabbit um, and it's basically if you ever used a Google Hangout it's a Google Hangout you like, can log into like a streaming service like Amazon Prime or Netflix or Hulu and you can pull up or rent like a movie or a television show. And then, so that's kind of like the main screen. And then you can still see everyone's little icons at the bottom, and then there's still a chat. And so you could just see like 10 faces, like singing and like dancing their little heart out to Pitch Perfect. Uh, We use Amazon Prime a lot as a remote team. Um, I'm constantly having to explain to Amazon that, yes, I really did mean to order 12 foam rollers and ship them around the world to different addresses. (laughs) You know, Amazon Prime, it really... Remote work would be so much harder, <laughs> like, with Amazon Prime. It just makes it so much easier. Just
1: wanted to pop in here and say that this podcast is not currently sponsored by Amazon Prime. But, Jeff, feel free to get in touch.
7: Um, I have a spreadsheet of everyone's favorite snacks, and we just, like, put it to use sometimes. Snacksheet? Some like. Yeah, I do. I have a snack too. What's your favorite snack, by the way? I don't think I have yours. (laughs) Wow, you cornered me and I love it. Wait a second.
1: Where are my snacks? No one's ever sent me snacks. This brings up for me the many ways in which running a distributed company is totally weird. For example, I've never been in the room with all 30 of my employees. I know that I run this awesome company that employs 30 people, but that's not my day-to-day reality. Most days, I'm just alone in my office, which also happens to be my bedroom. You know, avoiding my email unbox and trolling Facebook. And honestly, I often feel kind of lonely and out of it. Over the years, I've learned the hard way, the importance of leaving the house, and especially because I live in New York, the importance of going into the city to work. I mean, I often joke that if I make it to Wednesday without going to my co-working space, I get really emo and start questioning all of my life choices. But it's not a joke. That's what happens literally every time. And I'm not alone in my loneliness.
2: And so making real friendships, even over a computer screen, is critical to feeling like you're in a real workplace environment. This is Brian. He is a data-driven marketer who lives in Tampa, Florida, loves to golf, will not negotiate on early bedtimes, And lives for project management. When I
3: first started freelancing, I remember sitting alone in my room for like two months in my living room where my desk was. And just, like, it wasn't depression. It wasn't like quite that. But it was just like, I just felt lonely. I just felt really lonely.
2: Brian spoke to me about his friendship with Julia, our Brooklyn-based head of content and podcast producer, which is a somewhat unlikely pairing. If Brian is in dry-fit polo shirts, Julia is in head-to-toe black at the beach. That said, they both love reading, can get too stuck in their own heads, and love to collaborate. And regarding polo shirts, I have it on good authority that they recently spent some time together going through Brian's closet via Google Hangouts and giving some items to Goodwill.
0: Yeah, Brian is definitely my work best friend.
2: Um, How do you feel about your friendship with Julia?
3: (laughs) That's an amazing question. Um, No, I really like it, and it's good to... um, at least, like, try and make connections with people, and you'll inevitably find people that you really do, like, have a good laugh with, and I think that, like, is totally one of those people, like, we, we get our work done, and we're very focused on that, but, um, like, clearly, we're just, you know, friends, and it's, uh, it's nice to have people you like, and people that, I don't know, like, share similar values as you, so.
0: I love working remotely, uh, it gives me a ton of flexibility. I'm also dealing with a chronic illness and that wouldn't be possible if I weren't working remotely. Um, but the loneliness is, is a real thing. I used to freelance um, and I was not in contact with anyone else for like an entire day at a time or two days at a time. Um, and I remember that I would always think to myself, like, did I speak today or did I laugh at anything Um, it got really lonely, really fast.
3: We have plans to sit on stoops (laughs) together and get ice cream in Brooklyn. So mostly we talk about our fake friendship and what we're going to do when we hang out. Uh, but then, I mean, actually we do, we actually do a lot of stuff. Like we'll do work sessions together. So I love work sessions like face-to-face, Google Hangouts, things like that. Well, as face-to-face as you can get.
0: Um, (laughs) We had a work session pretty recently where uh, Google Hangout stopped working, so he couldn't, I couldn't hear him. He could only hear me, so he had to type responses to me. Um, and by the end, I really think he just wished I had never been born or he had never been born. Uh, but we got our work done.
3: <laughs> and so off the books, we just decided to have a reading competition. And she's destroying me in this competition. She's like two hundred pages ahead of me. And good thing we didn't bet anything because I would lose. I'm probably going to lose tomorrow night. I think she's almost done. Um, But I'm desperately trying to catch up. I
0: suffered just the most humiliating defeat. I was destroyed. I got 200 pages ahead of him. And I bragged about it a lot. And then I got very complacent. And um, it was really crushing.
1: To date, the benefits of running Skill Crush as a distributed company have far outweighed the costs. I get to hire wonderful people who live all over the country and the world. And I often think about how much they've enriched my life and the company and how sad it would have been if I had set the company up differently and hadn't had a chance to work with them. But as you heard, it's not perfect. And if I'm honest, I'm not sure that being fully distributed is going to work forever. As we've grown from like one to two to four to 15 to 30, and now, you know, climbing up to 35 employees, things have started to change. We used to be super flexible about people's time zones, but that became a logistical nightmare. So now we've instituted a policy that everyone's hours must overlap with Eastern time at least four hours a day. And every team has to have airtight processes for basically everything, but the wheels on this bus start to come loose real fast. Plus, nowadays... I'm even forced to pay people competitively, even by New York City standards, no matter where they live. In my experience, running a company is messy and complicated. I remember back in the day, I used to think to myself, if we can just solve this one problem, everything will be great. Now I know that solving one problem just makes space for a new one to pop up, and sometimes those new problems are way bigger and way scarier than the problem you were dealing with before. But for us, remote work is the number one way that we have found to give ourselves flexibility and to stick with our intersectional feminist ideas that say, if we're going to create a company, we're going to create a company that can work for anybody, where people from all over the world with different life experiences can contribute and most of all, feel welcome.
0: We are produced by me, Julia Sunshine, and Haley Wolf. We're edited and our music is composed by Arlen Ginsberg. Our art is by Mona Lisa Cabos. Kelly Smith and Scott Morris read our ads. Special thanks to the team at work and our whole crew at Skill Crush, especially to Kelly and Caro for being the most supportive humans we know. We love you. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and please leave us a review. We'll read every single one. We also want to let you know that we make so much more content that can help you move forward in your career. Whether you're a total tech newbie or navigating your new skills on the job market, come hang out with us at skillcrush.com blog for articles, worksheets, guides, and even comics. Our newsletter is awesome, so be sure to sign up. See you in two weeks.
3: Oh no, we're frozen. The reality of remote work.
5: Thinking about a career in tech but not sure where to start? With the Crush All Access Career Blueprint, you'll work with a career counselor to design a custom learning program to prepare you for an amazing and rewarding career. Whether that's launching your own freelance business, working full time for a busy tech company, or buzzing in from the beach as a digital nomad, Visit skillcrush.com today to chat with a career counselor and see why learning tech with Skillcrush is the answer for your next career move. And remember, we're giving away a free ebook that will walk you through landing the remote job of your dreams. And you can download your copy at skillcrush.com forward slash remote.